Down at Third Man, the cricket podcast. Talking all things cricket, from club cricket to million pound franchises to the Test Match Arena. Proudly supported by Woodstock Cricket. Welcome to the Down at Third Man podcast. We've got the gang back together. Well, two of us so far. And Johnny promises he's joining, but the teacher life means he's running a bit late. But I've got the ginger one, the special one with me himself. Aid, how are we, my mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Not bad, mate. I'm amazed that we're now on episode 34, mate. That's what? a lot of podcasts. That is a lot of us chatting shit and no yeah. one. Well, mate, over 5,000 downloads as of about three weeks ago. That's yeah, a lot of how people. How many does your mum go? And... Well, true. The worst bit is, mate, is that's not just like 5,000 listens because every, I'm sure some people who are listening right now to this and thinking, what the fuck are these people on about? Um, if you just listen without actually downloading the whole podcast onto your phone, hmm. it doesn't actually count it as one of the downloads. So that I know a lot of people um, just keep just listen like a normal person because why why would you ever want to keep evidence on your phone that you listen to us? Not? No, I, I wouldn't do the same. To be fair. Exactly. Right before we get going, really quickly, shout out to our supporters Woodstock and also to Jono from Woodstock, who I believe had MRI on his shoulder, got a bit of a shoulder injury, so get all soon to Jono. Obviously, looking for some end-of-season deals and getting some new kit ready for the winter and next year. Go and have a look at Woodstock. Use our discount code, thirdman25. Uh, big day one. It at the weekend for cardiac risk in the young at the club. Uh, well, Wood Lane wanted it, I believe. Uh, John O've got managed to get rid of every single one of our stickers, didn't he, in the end? Yeah. So well, yeah, from what I think he did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of the- the um, influence by any chance, Lalo? Oh, yeah, of course, mate. You have, to, you? you have to go back with a with beer behind you. Exactly. So, yeah, co- keep supporting Cardiac Risk and the Young. Keep donating to our fundraiser or to basically any fundraiser, whether it's Dan Hughes or Nathan Bottle Memorial Funds. Keep doing that. Right then. We're a bit late to this, but England versus India. Last week, I sat on here on my tard and went, the PCR tests have come back negative, so England will be playing India tomorrow. They didn't play India. Um, it got called off. Originally, it was down as forfeited. Then it got changed because India refused to say that they'd forfeited, even though they were the ones that refused to play, couldn't get a team out. <sighs> was it COVID? Was it mental health? Or was it the IPL? What, what are we going with, dude? IPL, mate, 125%. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even believe that their coach even got it, mate, to be honest. Unless there's unless they have to prove it, I don't know. I'm guessing you do, but yeah. If they've all come back, then they're fine. You can play. Maybe do two tests. One. When did he? When did he first have it? The coach was he? Wow. Well, the coach had it quite a week or so before, didn't he? Because he missed the the oval test. It was the second physio testing positive a couple of days before. I think on was it the Wednesday or something like that. So then you do it, yeah. So you do a test the Thursday morning, Thursday night, and one Friday morning. If you're all fine, good to go, aren't you? You would think so, mate. I mean, because it's the IPL and because India rule everything, it's just a load of crap. Yeah, I think, and I think it's bad to say, but I do feel like you can't blame it on COVID because none of them had COVID. So they're blaming it more on the mental health aspect, saying that it got them all worried and. They were worried that they might not end up being able to go straight back to the families and all this. I just feel like that's a bit poor form because, let's be honest, they were 
would they have done this if it was 2-1 to England? No. I think that's guaranteed. If it was that bad, they wouldn't be allowed to leave the country. Well, yeah. And they're, they're still, most of them have got the families with them. They were going, they've now gone to the UAE with their families to quarantine again, magically for the six days quarantine, which would have meant they'd have missed, someone would have missed the first games in the RPL and they played the test. It just all seems a little bit. I know some people say, no, you can't just blame the IPL. I don't think you can just blame the IPL. I'm sure I'm sure that they would say mental outcomes into stuff. But in reality, I think we all know that India didn't want to play the test and the IPL is a massive part to play in it. And I'm sure one person who will probably agree with that has just joined us on the call is Jono. How are yeah. we, Mr. Maskery? The IPL, mate. Basically, you've got Lancashire Cricket Club losing out on all the money. You've got load of fans that were travelling up on the Friday. If you were going to cancel the game, you do it the Thursday to Thursday night. Yeah, you're uh, joking, aren't you? Who gives a fuck about all that? <laughs> it's all about the what IPL means. Did you not know? Did you not get that memo? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all about the IPL. And anyone who wants to say otherwise will will go missing under it in mysterious circumstances. <laughs> Speaking of obviously the fact that it is all about the IPL, obviously I noticed a couple of people who have said, yeah, it's the IPL's fault. Have um, turned around and said, but you've got to remember that something daft like out of every £10 that goes to cricket, something like £8 of it comes from India, £1 of it comes from England and Australia, the other pound comes from like everywhere else. So it's sort of saying you can't really... It's not there, Tina, because where you just made 11. Yeah, that's 11, mate. I said at eight. No, the, a pound. You said shared. eight, one and one and one means you, you got it. No, out. yeah, eight pound from India, Massive. one pound from Massive. England and Australia together. So they make uh, up we'll like. Oh, we've got change in the We'll let you off now. That's not what the, you said, but we'll let you off. That's what I meant. You, I'm a fixed Stokey. Come on, it's always the same. You stick to fixing light bulbs, mock. Exactly, mate. On the fifth test, what? Have I told you by the way what Lalo's job is? No. Uh, he makes he makes dildos, mate. He's a cock maker. He's a cock oh yeah, molder. we all know he's a he's a oh, dildo uh, molder. A di- he's a cock molder. Cock molder. Chimney yeah. this week, mate. Chimney this week. Chimney. Heavy as anything. Me and uh, Fat Lad have been sweating. Chimney. Oh. Imagine that. Chimney. We go to work all weekend and make chimneys and cocks. Oh, that was brilliant as well. Actually, <laughs> I thought this is nothing got to do with what we're talking about. Oh, carry on. And some bloke just walked in this morning and goes, "Oh, fat ash in here." Oh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great. Yeah, what I was trying to say is obviously, uh, in India refusing to forfeit it, they want to play next year or play a T20. What would you go with? I personally think 2 2, mate. Job done, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't that bit like in any form of in any other sport around the world. That's what would be happening, yeah. On right. fifth, mate, it's a 3 0 loss. Well, true, yeah. It was if we've posted 500 and they all out for fuck all. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, ultimately, you've got to look at it like this. I mean, if normally, normally, test cricket under previous circumstances, you play for nothing but world rankings. So essentially, every match is a friendly. It's a competitive yeah. friendly. Now that they've given some emphasis to wanting to become the best test side in the world by giving it a competition. It is exactly that, a competition. So are we just saying are we just saying now that there's a game that was scheduled in this competition that's now no longer gonna take place? It's just gone. It's been etched from the effort. It's never ever gonna take place. Or what? Or what? are they gonna forfeit the game like they rightly should? 
ridiculous. Like Lyle says, if it's a game and it exists, it has to have an outcome. Like, it can't just stay as like, yeah, we don't know. It's like the FA Cup. It's like never playing one off of the draw in the FA Cup. Who's in the final <laughs> FA Cup? Don't know. Chelsea versus, oh, we never bothered with the other half. Here's a fair point. Pointless. If, ridiculous. What do you make of India talking about possibly playing it next year? Because to me, I think there'd be nothing funnier than making them play it next year. Joffre's available, Stokes is available, and suddenly you go and absolutely dick them and draw the series to all anyway. I'd do it completely on the ECB terms, and I'd make them. Do, I'd give them the fucking runaround. So I'd make them play when they don't want to in a time frame that doesn't suit them. In the RPL, yeah, lot. <laughs> Make them play there, get every advantage they possibly can. They're not they're not touring here next year, are they? The Indians. Well, they are, but white ball only. White ball. So I'd make them play just one. Oh yeah, we'll play for white ball. We'll do a, we'll one. do a one day here or T Twenty county system. No, no, I'd make their white ball squad play a test match. Probably not a bad thing because you can probably select about four squads. There's so many of them who are capable yeah. cricketers. Um, probably not an issue, but I'd make the white ball squad play a red ball game. I'd do it on my terms and dates that suited me straight after they've just played or something ridiculous like that um, at a ground of my choosing that they probably will want um, I wouldn't sell any Indian fans oh we lost John losing you Jono he's doing well here he's doing well sell it out and just abuse the fuck just yeah just get him fuck it make him never want to come again but he'll never happen they can pay for all the tickets yeah, yeah. Fifties. Yeah. Well, they, you know, I don't. If people get a fund before it, I believe so. Yeah. So they can pay five days worth of a full All Trafford ground. Yeah. To Lancashire Cricket Club, and they can pay for everyone's trains there and back from Manchester. <laughs> Even though most of them probably just stayed in Manchester on the piss anyway. But yeah, true. You did. And probably had a better day. <laughs> well, probably. Yeah. And watching England get dicked. But yeah, so I think we're all in agreement that we don't. We def. It's either a, it might. It's got to be a forfeit, really, and it. But we all know it won't happen. So, be interesting to see what the the ICC end up deciding, aka what the BCCI decide they want to do. Uh, it, yeah, asking the ICC to make a decision on India mate, is like asking your mum to choose between you and the kid who bullied you at school. It's not really <laughs> a choice, is it? I don't know. It depends how bad you've been to your mother, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Obviously, the series technically now has finished 2-1 to India. It was quite an entertaining series up until they decided that they want to go home early. Quick question for you both. Best batsman, best bowler and best overall player in the series? Doesn't have to be from England, literally either side. Who would you go with? Joe Root. Best bat yeah. or best player? Both. 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 Who would you go as best bowler then? Joe Root. I mean, he only yeah, best bowler, best bowler. That's a very good. Ooh, yeah. Not Bumbra Sam for me, Bumbra, mate. Bumbra. Yeah. Bumbra, maybe. Bumbra for me, just looked like looked like he was about to take a wicket all of the time. Fat Sharm did okay with the bat. He's probably second. Just to like take want to say like ravaged just because he's the mech out for entertainment purposes. That's funny. I don't know who John who said he was taking I the mick out. I think I heard you. I heard you, did you, and then he cut out, and then he said, "Take the mick out of." Is that what we're saying, Johnno? Yeah. So. Best two batsmen with rooting Fat Sharma. Fat Sharma, wow. And then, thought, oh, he's got fatter as well. I thought, 
after the first game or so, I thought KL Rahul was going to cause us all yeah. kinds of minor. But then he started doing his normal trip in England where he couldn't decide what he was playing, leaving all oh, otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Root's the better of the two. Uh, Bumry and Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, Robinson was very good. Uh, actually, I'll give Robinson. Fuck, fucking yeah, we'll go Robinson. Have you noticed, by the way, that one thing I, I read about Robinson the other day, they were talking about his average, and I think it was wisdom that just flagged up on my Twitter feed. Um, like, he just never goes for any runs. Like, he's just economical all of the time. Yeah. I feel like, like Jamie you know, Entis. That's why Jimmy's yeah, yeah. always been so good. Like he never gets, he's never going to get smashed. He's not going to yeah. get smashed. You will be on Saturday, mate, when uh, you're bowling at Port Hill, lads. <laughs> uh, mate, they should... They, I think the Port Hill lads should really fear me because, like, I've got no idea what's coming down. And, I, like, that's a... Licorice that's a all sorts, mate. Mr. Bassett's. That's a frightening thought in the in the heart of a... the heart of a batsman, mate, that. The, the best bowl- is as well. He bowls seam up normally and bowls seam up in a friendly. He's told me he's going to bowl spin. On, I, bowled, I bowled spin last year and I, I looked good. I looked really good. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, there, was, there, was, there was something to work with there, for sure. And I like, I'm, I'm, I back my own ability here. Like, Norton and Ailes, champions of Division 2, mate. Congratulations to them. Last year, I only bowled an over, but if people could catch, I'd have had two for against the prospective <laughs> league champion. He's not there for match, mate. It's the fact it was like two yards to me right. They needed eight to win, and I left it <laughs> twice. Uh, and then yeah. I was like, "Thanks for coming. Get to the bar." <laughs> oh, brilliant! Right, the reason why I ended last season wicketless, but I'm not wicketless season. I, I do have a first-team wicket this um, against Little Stoke, and they are now officially back in our division. So. I, I, I'm, I'm going to claim a first team wicket because I can. But yeah, I, I think I think I think the offspring's worth persevering with. Tall lad, tall lad, tall action. You know what I mean? Like it's got it's got a lot of promise. I'm I'm glad you brought it up, Lyle, To be honest, because yeah, just stop the podcast now, mate. The be- the benefit with being captain, mate, is that I can just bowl when I want. <laughs> And oh, I, I thought, can't wait that I wasn't going to bowl on Saturday. I warmed, I, wa- I warmed up on uh, warmed up on Sunday in a charity game. Oh yeah, we lost. We <laughs> lost, but um, I got a wicket. I was dead for sure the best. Right. I was absolutely the best on show in our game without a shadow of the best right, ball. Right, this explain how bad John's game was, mate. Right, <laughs> so we, we field first, didn't we? Yeah. So, John has let two balls go through yeah. I have let two oh. balls go through my legs. They both gone for four. He might have got a wicket, but he went for about 20. <laughs> I didn't go for 20, I went for 12. And then in we a charity, 18 in, an eight aside, in an eight-a-side charity game, I went for one for 12 off one, which is respectable. Respectable, When Ollie Orn came on to bowl, I thought his over was never going to finish. <laughs> so, yeah, then we're batting, Tierney. We need 18 yeah. off the last over. Mm. I've gone 6, 6, 1. He needs a 4 off the last ball. Gets bowled. <laughs> Mate, he, was there, he, I'm sure. he, he fails to mention that he knocked three dots back. Two. He, he fails to mention that, doesn't he? he I couldn't see three. the ball. I was still a bit you, drunk. You knocked, <laughs> you knocked three dots back, then hit two sixes and left me needing five off uh, the last John, ball. John, it was six balls in an over, mate. How can, yeah. how can you go 
three dots, two sixes, a one, and then you get bowled. Oh, yeah, fair. There was a wide. We ran a bye. What? We ran. <laughs> we, we, we ran. I'm sure we you ran a bye or something. Pissed. We you ran a bye. Something yeah. happened like that. We ran a bye. <laughs> yeah, we had a good night the night before. Captain had a drink because we'd had a good day. Right. So what are we on about, Tony? Well, we'll leave yeah, England what, what, behind. What, 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 what were we talking about? <laughs> we'll move on from that. Obviously, as well, last week that we missed was the T20 squad was announced for the World Cup. Anyone in particular that you were glad to see in there? Anyone omitted that you were glad to see omitted? And is there anyone you'd have added? Obviously, we've seen Tamar Mills came in. Um, Matt Parkinson missed out. Vince Coven and Liam Dawson the reserves. Tom Coven that is of course. What what did you make of the T20 side? Um, chuffed Tamar Mills is in. I think he'll play as well. By the way, I think yeah. he'll play. I hope he plays. Yeah, that's uh, really it's some like best best economy uh, during the opening so many overs and last so many overs in world cricket. That's Something right. Like that, yeah, that's a good start. Uh, that's a good start. The opening overs and death overs has got the best economy in world cricket for X number of time. Yeah. X length of time, sorry. Matt Parkinson in the squad, though. Yeah. I was going to say about Matt Parkinson. I'd have Matt Parkinson over Liam Dawson, but Liam Dawson can hold the bat. That's the only reason they picked him. But was it for Sheed that's injured now? We've just got Yeah. 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 They'll play Liam Dawson as a left arm spinner, but like, if if you look at our batting lineup, if the top six don't get any, then. Uh, we're fucked anyway so why do you need to pick Liam Dawson to bat you at like 8 or 9 it's pointless you pick yeah. whoever you think is going to be the best spinner and I think in the subcontinent we are playing in the subcontinent aren't we well UAE doesn't really turn yeah. much of does it there no or is that been, not, is that not the subcontinent mm, yeah but in the subcontinent normally spins a lot the IPL in UAE last time was a fast bowler's paradise so it's whether it's the same again or whether it magically changes now that India have picked 5 spinners that's have they actually picked five spinners? I think they picked five spinners and like three seamers or something along those lines. Four seamers, something like that. And one wow. of them seamers is Hardik Pandya, so... I'm fully expecting it to rag square then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call um, me cynical, but it might <laughs> turn... It might go sideways. Yeah. Just like it's going to go sideways on Saturday when I come on from top end. <laughs> yeah, mate, to Cow Corner, over the, yeah. onto the marsh. <laughs> I'll be bowling to a long boundary wherever I come on. Wow. Are you boys actually at Port Hill, by the way? Just as, yeah. yeah. I'm out I, just don't, not, I just don't, we're not on an end wicket. <laughs> we're also drawing the batting line-up out of a hat. We are drawing the batting line-up after a hat, yeah. All that to be a classic club cricket things to do last game of the season. Right, then, can I just issue like a formal apology to young Sammy Zarouf for not nominating in time for our own podcast? Of course you can, mate. Of course you because can, Because I've gone all season genuinely and thought to myself, well... That, that's the deadline and little did I realise that I've got the deadline completely wrong don't you worry mate don't you worry the you deadline's say, moved say every week say you like Sammy listens to this mate <laughs> he does he does man in it in it <laughs> right looking at other cricketing things going on in the world T20 Blast Finals day is Saturday Hampshire versus Somerset in the first semi-final then Kent versus Sussex what do you boys reckon is going to be the final and then the overall winner uh, Rashid Khan, 11. <laughs> Kent, um, who's the other good team in it? Somerset, Hampshire. 
and Sussex to be the final. I'm backing Sussex for the win. I yeah, Rashi Khan versus um, Tom Banton 11 and Rashi Khan to win. Fair enough. Rashi and Khan? Who's Rashi Khan? Rashi Khan, mate. <laughs> like you telling me. Uh, over in the county championship, going into the last week of fixtures, there's seven points between the top four. You've got Notts, Lancashire, Warwickshire and Hampshire who could all win it. And then obviously the top two playing the Bob Willis trophy final. Uh CPL finished yesterday. I believe it was St. Kitts, was it? St. Kitts and Nevis Patriots who won in the end. Oh, beating St. Yeah, Lucy Kings. Uh, beating no Gale Bunch. Them. <laughs> um, the IPL obviously kicks off at the weekend. The, obviously, the best thing this week that anyone's seen is a 16-year-old Cameroonian women's player taking four mancads in the same game. Um, At least someone explained to you. Is that is that what that competition was? It was the World Cup, the African. It was the female World Cup African qualifiers. You've done well there, Tina. I know. Wow. Do you not realise, Tina? You know they say the RPL starts. Is it next weekend or this weekend? This weekend, mate. After this weekend, mate, cricket's done. It is football season. Exactly, mate. Exactly. So quiz night. Yeah. It's quiz season. Quiz season. Months. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> but yeah, four four mancads. I'd like to know what's going through the heads of batter three and four who continue to wander way out the crease. But fair play to them. Uh, not a lot. Is your answer? Yeah, clearly, yeah, clearly not. A lot. Not a lot. Not a lot, Captain. <laughs> uh, news today: Virat Kohli is going to give up the T20 captaincy after the World Cup. Probably get dropped. Well, my fucking heart bleeds. <laughs> I mean, I'm sh- assuming by that they're going to do everything in their power to make sure, obviously, he wins it. But I don't think I think that was going to be the case anyway. Uh, not, not that we, not have that they we. Picked in the squad for a laugh. He's no, normally, he's, this is normally nearly. This is nearly the time where they normally wheel him out of somewhere. No, mate, he's a mentor this time, but it's all oh. kicking off because. Previously, they said that I, people who play in the IPL weren't allowed to be mentors. But now, because it's Aniston, he's allowed to. said it was a conflict of interest with the IPL and getting people to sign for, for like their team and stuff and all this bollocks. Because uh, you can like tap them up. Yeah, basically. But apparently, well, it's not an issue for MS. Surely, if you represent your country, that's that. You would think so. Uh, England have announced New Balance have been are no longer going to be doing the kit. It's going to be Castor, and then in the big bash. Have you ever deep... heard of them, by the way? Castor, yeah, do the Castor West Indies stuff. <laughs> Castor and more. Castor, they do the West Indies kit and Rangers kit. That's all I know. I don't know anything else about them. Bad. They're from Manchester, which shot me. I thought they were foreign brands, so shows what I know. Really? Oh, I don't yeah, mind that. Then. I like that. Yeah. I'm a big fan of national teams keeping it national. national I, I like that. Apparently, it was between Castor and Umbro. Can you imagine wearing a pair of whites with Umbro on it? Fuck. No, but <laughs> Umbro are significantly better than they used to be. Oh, yeah, they are, definitely. I like the rugby gear they're doing, actually, weirdly. But, yeah, and Big Bash, Saqib Mahmood, has signed for Sydney Thunder. That was the other news. Um, so, another English player going over there in December. Right, before we get on to North Staffs and we rattle through North Staff so you boys can go train, uh, I had a question off long-time listener, Friend of the pod, Jim Amis, down in Sussex. Long time listener. Not a very good cricketer, as most <laughs> people are. 
I don't know anything about Jim, but it's just like a little phrase that I've coined. Yeah, probably true. Um, he says he'd like to apologise for no questions over the last three or four weeks. But baby, no problem, Jim. We've had, we've had a great we've had a great time without you, mate. <laughs> so he says his comeback questions a long one, and he, but he needs context. Basically, his boys have struggled a bit this season, but managed to stay up on the final day the other week. It went as far as the other team pulling out of their trip to top of the league. So the team who ended up getting relegated um, due to COVID, but somehow still managed to field a full team for their twos, threes and fours. Um, he says at the time we were obviously fuming, he says, but now taking a step back, he says, is this the wit? Has he witnessed the birth of the COVID card? So a replacement now for the rain card, just play the COVID card instead. So you get out of those tricky, horrible away games or those games where you'd rather go on the piss on a Friday. Obviously, he says it must be noted that obviously the overlords of cricket India themselves have now played the COVID card as well. So, is is this now the new thing? Because he's heard it's gone on in quite a few leagues. What do you reckon? Well, as a team that has uh, had their own COVID debacle this year, mate, I can categorically tell you that any team who deliberately wants to go through the rigmarole that we had to go through, uh, fair news, they've got more time and patience than me. <laughs> You were a little bit angry that week. I felt like the kettle was on all week, mate. I think it's a good thing John had lost signal there because I think he might have said something offensive. I just felt it. like it was. I felt like it was more difficult. Um, I just felt it was like more difficult than it needed to be, and it didn't need to be that difficult, really. That's all I'd say. From what I understand, it was incredibly di- like my understanding. It's incredibly difficult. It was an absolute pain in the arse, and it's not a process I ever want to repeat. So, yeah. yeah, there we go. That's that's that for me. Uh, and COVID right. cards and COVID cards. Right, we'll get into North Staff then, so we can get you pair on your way. I'm going to try and rattle through this, so we're done in 15 minutes. Uh, in the prem. Bagnall drew with Modishal and Alton. Bagnall 1357. Uh, Modishal got 211 for four. Uh, Checkley drew with Stone. Checkley 178 for nine. Stone SP 134 for nine. So couldn't quite get that last wicket. Seems to be quite a lot of last wicket stands, by the way. In been happening. Meekin's got a massive win over Leek, which is not good for Leek. Who are on with... Jesus, Johnny, you're just getting me, mommy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. My poor driving it set me on my edge. <laughs> uh, we can't always shit in itself. <laughs> Brilliant. Leak 87 all out. Meekins, though, two, they were seven down when they knocked it off. So I'm guessing it wasn't the best of tracks down at Meekins. Um, I, li- I was watching the live stream of that, by the way. That was a very entertaining viewing. Was it? Oh, I didn't realize yeah. the live stream going on. Uh, some, uh, I don't know, how do I put it? Questionable decision making. Well, you said it, mate. Oh, it, it seems to be that seems to be the case quite regularly. Um, it's out there, Stafford <laughs> CC, right? Yeah, lads, lads from Stafford, it's Stafford, lads from Stafford CC. So, for those who don't know, Sam Match record their games yeah. on a really good quality camera, I might add, which is a lot smaller, it looks a lot simpler than I ever thought it would because I've seen yeah. it in person. Yeah. Uh, do a great job enjoy watching all the games every week like it's really nice to have someone in the league who, who sticks them on YouTube might have suffered one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in person on Saturday so they lost to Boston by a run yeah uh, their captain Ross was 
in the runs. I, I don't know how many he got. I haven't looked at the scorecard, but he certainly looked like he got a few on the video because he was getting plenty away. And he's batting with the tail. And he uh, he just bats a ball back, like digs out a ball, digs out a Yorker, yeah. and it just comes off the middle of the bat. Nothing else. Just comes off the middle of the bat. And LBW, he was LBW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It would be remiss of me to, to say. All I'll say is his name was mentioned in the background of the video for anyone who wants to go and watch. Ah, fair. I'm sure we'll all so, go and enjoy watching that. But it was absolute shite. And no. uh, all I'm saying, right, is, I mean, don't get me wrong, we are village cricketers at the end of the day. But if you're in a position like Sandbatches, so imagine like if... Sandbatch is a club invested in a professional, for example, as a lot of clubs do, or yeah. a number of a number of professionals, if that's what floats the boat. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't think it is down in Sandbatch, by the way. I'm just saying, like, I'm just speaking generally, it could be any club in the league. And they're top all season. They have a bit of a stinker last week, which happens to all of us. And then all of a sudden, they get that, which all but cost them the game on Saturday, and their season is decided by that. And you've made an investment into either a person or people, and and that's what happens. You would not be happy, mate. That's the no. answer. <laughs> I was I was cross I was cross for them. Oh, that's it. Isn't it? Right, they've got the main man bright on the Saturday, mate. Yeah, go on, big bright. Go well on. done, bright. <laughs> oh, by the way, we wound Brian up on Saturday, somewhat rotten. So there was a real there was a there was a row about uh, which end a batsman was supposed to be at. And what Brian didn't realise is we were actually um, agreeing with the batsman. So the batsman said he was at a certain end. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is at that end. And Brian thought we were arguing. So he stood in the middle of the, he stood in the, middle of the wicket and had a massive rant at everyone, telling everyone to calm down. And um, little did we realise that, little did he realise anyway, that we were actually all uh, just agreeing with each other. Didn't give me any LBs, mate. Three That's LBs. Didn't shocking. give me any. Shocking, have a word. Telling you on to pay rise, if not. <laughs> didn't, didn't give him any LBWs and fell asleep at square leg at one point. <laughs> and if he denies that, by the way, I, I've, I've, I've got my own eyes in my... There's funny stories about Bri, because you won't be listening to this, so it'll be fine. Be fine. Uh, Ash says he falls asleep at the wheel, so sometimes when he's driving somewhere, he has to have someone with him to make sure he's still awake. Oh, God. <laughs> Fall asleep whilst umpiring falls asleep at the wheel. Incredible. Brilliant. Welcome to our chairman. Anyway, back to the prem. Uh, Longton, 252 for four. And the bold beers amount to 161 state at maximum points. Ashcombe Park. Um, friend of the podcast, former Big Lend. I won't describe him as a legend just yet. He's got a long way to go. Be a legend. Um, Josh Rhodes for his first Premier Division 50 on Saturday. Congrats, Rosie. Well, Batty oh, Dode. Ah. Uh, also played for us in our charity game on, on Sunday. Didn't get 50, but only because he wasn't allowed to. Ah, fair enough. Fair play to him. Lay him off. So, yeah, Ashton Park got a drop in. 36 all out. Port Hill knocked oh, off for one within 10 overs, as you do. Well, Batty, lads. And then Cheadle also got a drop in. They were 39 all out, so they did three better. And Whitmore knocked it off in within 15 overs, but they did lose four wickets in the process. Big results there in terms of the bottom half of the table. Obviously, 
the top teams all winning with 23 points means that it's basically the same as it was. Meekins are 15 points ahead of Longton 1, so should win the title. Um, but obviously not guaranteed yet. Bottom end of the table, Ashcombe are down and Leek losing that game quite heavily and Whitmore getting a win means that Whitmore are now ahead by seven points going into the last game. So all to play for for the Whitmore Leek game. Um, well, Jono's leaving us now while he goes to take Reggie Lad into the vet. So Reggie's all right. Must be on the old jabs. Um, means that going into this week, obviously got the fixtures ahead. Just having a look at them. Ashcombe, obviously, way down, they play Checkley. Burson play Port Hill. Cheadle play Bagnall. Leak play Whitmore So at Leak, So it's a massive game. Basically, whoever wins, or if Whitmore can obviously get a draw, then that decides who stays up. Longton are away at Modishall. They'll need a win, and then they'll need to hope that Stone SP, who are at home to Meekins, can do a number on Meekins so that they can win the league. Right, dude. Shall we rattle through Div 1, 2, and 3? So that you can get to training, mate. Ah, go on then. Ah, go on then. Why not? So, we'll literally just run through the results again, if I can. Audley won against Endon in quite a good game. Uh, looking at it here, Endon posted 1496 from the 50 overs. Uh, Audley knocked it off in 42.2 overs, but they were eight down. So, again, a little bit squeaky bum time. Big win for Blythe. Uh, they bowled out Little Stoke for 159 and then. Knocked it off seven down just in time. Ecclesroom were big winners against Sandiford. Sandiford have had a really poor second half of the season, I would say, look from the results I remember. Um, Sandiford, 138 all out. Ecclesroom, 227 all out. Ecclesroom, the winners there. Nipersley won against Lisi. Lisi were 82 all out. Nipersley knocked it off six down inside 17 overs. Castle and Arts Hill, Elworth was a draw. Elworth posted 2-7-3 for five. Newcastle and Arts Hill were never really in the chase and just settled for a draw, 1-8-7-6. And then Emmy handed out an absolute thrashing. Uh, they posted 3-2-3 for seven from 40 overs. So some people have took some tap there. Um, and Wood Lane were 1-4-1 one, one, all out in reply. So... Big win there for Hemi, who obviously have walked away with it, really, haven't they? I think it's fair to say. Banksy, um, top of the wickets and the run still. Just thought I'd mention that. So Hemi, top 3-4-5. They're promoted. Alworth second. They're promoted with 3-3-2. You would imagine that Hemi will take the title, seeing as they have 13 points on them, but it's still up for grabs. At the bottom, Little Stoke are down. Um, and then it is exceptionally tight between the next three teams. Leasit are currently 200.22 points. They are in the relegation zone. Just above them on 201, so less than a point ahead of Sandiford. And then above them on 204 are Blythe. So lots to play for um, there. I mean, a quick look at who's got to play who. Alworth play Ecclesall. Endon play Blythe. So Blythe will be hoping to get somewhere to wait at Endon. Uh, Hemheath will be open to obviously win at home against Lisit. That you would think would should surely see a Hemif win and then Lisit losing and probably going down. But it could have come down to how many bonus points they managed to get. Sandford at home against Audley as that's the other one to watch out for. Because it could make all the difference. How bad is it that it could be who loses the worst or loses the best that decides who goes up or down? Well I think if Lisit then lose that and 
their obviously average points will get affected. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Also, so then, yeah. if anything, they're going to be losing. They could lose points. More points last yeah. One. I don't yeah. think it's going to but yeah, it's not not a good place. B. In Div two, Big Land one. Posted two twenty eight for nine. All Sager one thirty seven all out. Any comments, Mister Lalo? Um, no. <laughs> no, fair enough. That's easy Good enough. Win. Good win. We'll take that. Uh, Caversal absolutely destroyed me. Two hundred thirty five for nine declared. Me ninety three all out. Uh, interesting game at Norton and Ailes. Norton Ailes was seventy six all out, but then still won by an absolute mile. Road Park were thirty all out in eight point three overs. I think it was was it six for seven for Cashy Valley Moon or something along those lines. Fair play. Oakmore got a big win um, for them against Silverdale. Silverdale under eleven all out and they knocked it off five down. Ballston, as we heard, won by just the one run against Sandbach. Um, Ballston one sixty for eight from theirs and then Sandbach one five nine all out. And Stafford won by fifty six runs against Port Hill. Stafford were one three five all out. Portal seventy nine all out. So looking at the table in Div two, he says if it ever loads on Play Cricket, the world's slowest website. Norton and Ailes have won the league by an absolute canter, ninety points ahead of second, um, over hundred points ahead of third. Sandbach are more or less off, you would think. The thirteen points ahead of Caverswall, who've still got a chance, but you would think that Sandbach would. Be, be able to hold on to that lead, but you never know. Bottom end of the table, Miri for down. Uh, Road Park are now in the relegation spot on 207, nine points ahead of Stafford, so it's basically between Road Park and Stafford. Um, so looking back at the fixtures to see how that may affect. Sandbach away at Silverdale, so they would be obviously looking for a win to stay up, uh, to go up, sorry. Norton and Ailes will be nearing the 400-point mark if they can get a win against Allsager. Caverswell away at Ballston, obviously looking to do better than Sandbach to get promoted. Road Park are at um, Oakamore, uh, at home against Oakamore, while Meereef hosts Stafford. So Stafford will surely be hoping they can get a win there against Meereef to secure staying up. And that leaves us with just Div 3, which I will absolutely rattle through as quick as I can. Uh, Cheadle beat Ecclesall, Longton beat Crewe, Hemheath beat Hamford, Modishall beat Meekins, Checkley beat Stone and Wedgwood beat Audley. That means when we look at the tables, he says, that will mean that going up is Modishall. It is then between Stone and Checkley and Longton, all three teams within five points of each other through take second place and also goes up. Bottom end of the table, orderly are down. Crew are currently in the relegation zone. Wedges are seven points ahead going into the last game. Uh, Wedges have got Longton, so something riding on that for both teams. Crew have got Hamford. Hamford are safe, um, so Crew will be looking to do one over Hamford there. Top end of the table, um, say we've got fixture-wise, Cheadler against Audley, Checkley against Hemif, Axel Modishall. Hamford against Cruz, obviously a big one at the bottom. Meekins against Stone, and then Longton versus Wedges. Right, that is it. That is the last lot of fixtures. Well, the next to last lot that we're going to have to review, last lot we'll have to preview, because we are heading into the final weekend. Uh, star of the weekend last week was won by Paul Shaw for 102 for 
fought Cheadle. But I must admit, we had several late nominations come in after we'd already started the poll. So he may have been a little bit lucky there because we did have some really good nominations later on. We'd like to say a big congrats to Craig Barker of Port Hill for his 900th career wicket. Takes some doing that to take 900 wickets. Don't I don't think many people would have guessed that his 900, 900th wicket would come from a stumping. Um, but I've seen a video and I'm sure it was a stumping. So interesting. I think it was Louis uh, Alsing. I think it might have been Louis Alsing. I think it was Louis who tweeted it out there, to be fair. Um, and just a little bit, last two things of the pod before we get going. Today we've launched a Star of the Year award, so we're after some nominations for some different categories. Um, the categories are Player of the Year, Young Player of the Year, Batsman of the Year, Bowler of the Year, Team of the Year, Volunteer of the Year, and the last one is Plonker of the Year, so someone who's done or said something really stupid at a game, like Probably. Plonker moments <laughs> of the Year. It could be you at some point, Lalo, if someone wants to nominate you for it. Um, so please get nominating. Please nominate by Sunday midnight on Sunday because hopefully Touchwood Monday night 9pm we'll be sitting down us three uh, Andy Mountford Chris Travis from the Sentinel and hopefully Pete Wilshaw from Meekins assuming that Meekins do the job and get over the line will be joining us for a podcast to review the season so it may be a long pod and I'd imagine if we're starting at nine it will be out very late but it'll be something for you to listen to next week before we have a little bit of a hiatus until the T20 World Cup and the only other thing I've got to mention is, uh, well done, congrats to Zen Malik, who's at 171 for Hampshire twos today against Somerset twos. So obviously looking to try and get himself back on the first class scene. We can't argue with 171. That's a fair effort down there for Hampshire. So, dude, we're done, mate. So go well at the weekend. Not that you need to worry because you can't go up and you can't go down. And so. I'll probably bat in, if, um, my luck, mate, throwing the batting order out of a hat. I'll either be opening or be 11. <laughs> yeah, and not bowling. So. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a great weekend, but you can get pissed, so it's all good. Um, as I say, we'll be back, we'll be back next week, um, early in the week, hopefully, with a couple of special guests to review the season, to do our awards and just have a look back on what this year in North Staffs has been like. And then you'll get a break from us for a few weeks till the T20 World Cup. As always, big shout out to Woodstock, our supporters, and a big shout out to Cardiac Risk and Young, our um, charity partners who we support. Make sure you support Cry as much as you can. And as always, please support us. Follow, subscribe, review. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want us to carry on and you want us to cover the World Cup in the Ashes and obviously cover next season. But yeah, follow, subscribe, review. Big thanks to everyone who does because the fact that we've had over 5,000 downloads and then thousands of listens on top of that just seems mad. The fact that we've been in top 20 in like India, England, I think Australia, USA and other countries across Europe and weirdly the Caribbean and Asia um, is mint. So thanks for that. But yeah, go well at the weekend. Enjoy the last weekend of the season. Aid well because he's ginger and he's going to get absolutely hammered. See you in a bit, guys. Looking for a new cricket equipment partner for yourself or your club can sometimes be tricky. With so many options to choose from, how do you make the right choice? When you want quality, value and service, there really is only one place to start. For more than a decade, Woodstock Cricket have been producing award-winning, high-performance cricket bats from their Shropshire workshop. Matched with their classy soft goods, luggage and accessories, Woodstock Cricket really do tick all the boxes. 
Get in touch with Woodstock Cricket and find out why many loyal clubs, players and international customers can't be wrong at info at woodstockcricket.co.uk. Down at Third Man, the cricket podcast, proudly supported by Woodstock Cricket. Yeah.